we were super vulnerable with numbers. Like what was your book deal and how much do you pay this person on your team? And what is your conversion rate? What's your email list size? And how much are you charging for this? And what does this look like? There is something so powerful when we lose the taboo around numbers and sharing them. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. There's this famous quote by Madonna that says, you don't want to be the smartest person in the room. You want to be surrounded by other people who are going to say something that makes you think, oh my God, what an amazing idea. Why didn't I think of that? Now, recently I was thinking about this quote while I was on a plane to Charleston to attend a mastermind hosted by my friend, Stu McLaren. Now, Stu has invited me to this mastermind year after year and with little ones, it's always been just a really sad no, because I want to be in a space with the people that he gathers. But this year I finally said yes. And I'm so thankful for his persistence because when he invited me, I was like, circle back in a month, circle back in a month. Let me see how I'm feeling. And when I finally decided, yes, I'm all in, I'm going, I just knew that I was going to be in a room surrounded by some of the most successful and innovative entrepreneurs. And I love being in spaces like this because it's just so inspiring. It makes you feel less alone. It leaves you feeling invigorated and excited about what you're doing. And I also love being around new people because it just brings in like this new energy. Like I feel like I come back from these trips just feeling really excited about my business again. So one thing that was really interesting is that there were a few familiar faces in the room, but honestly, most of the people were brand new to me and that can be intimidating, but it can also be really inspiring. And I loved being in this space. And I know that for so many of you, you probably see pictures of behind the scenes and you see all these people gathered and some of your favorite leaders in a room and you're like, what are they talking about? And so today I am inviting you behind the scenes of what we learned, what we talked about, what we discussed, what we were inspired by in Charleston. Over the course of 48 hours, we chatted about basically everything from webinar strategies to how we're using our finances to give back to some of our favorite causes and a million things in between. I cannot wait to share with you some of the highlights of my time at this mastermind and how the strategies and trends that we discussed there can help your business grow in 2024. So without further ado, let's dive on into what business leaders are really talking about behind closed doors. Your sales software shouldn't be a bummer. When you step inside your CRM, you should feel equipped to do your best work. Like you're sitting in the pilot seat with easy to use, powerful controls. And that's the magic of HubSpot Sales Hub. The new Sales Hub is designed to help you win quarter over quarter and year over year. With an intuitive prospecting workspace and AI-powered tools that reduce your workload, managing leads is a lot less like manual labor. And closing deals, it's no big deal at all. Wrangle your day-to-day tasks on a seamless platform that makes navigating contacts, calls, and analytics easy. Get AI-powered tools like ChatSpot that are tailor-made to be personal assistants for your CRM. 
Simply prompt it to pull up a contact, sum up last week's sales, or research your competitors. By automating steps across the sales pipeline, you can take back your time and spend it on more impactful tasks. Close more deals and get on track for your best Q1 yet. Learn about HubSpot Sales Hub at HubSpot.com slash sales. That's HubSpot.com slash sales. Masterminds are kind of crazy. I will never forget the first time I heard about them. And I was like, what are these? And what are people doing in them? And how do you get in them? And what does this look like? And so I kind of wanted to set the stage for this specific mastermind. Masterminding basically means that you're just gathering with others to discuss, share ideas, collaborate, ask big questions, and really help one another grow. And so it's like this collective energy of like everyone is there serving what they can serve and then also being vulnerable in asking for what they need. And I've been a part of many different masterminds over the years. Some are formal, some are super informal, some are paid, some are unpaid. And so there can be a whole wide range of what it looks like. But one of the biggest things I've learned about masterminds over the years is that whoever is hosting it, you want to trust that the host is going to gather the right people in the room. I've been in some where it's not the right people in the room and you can just sense the energy is different. And so if you are considering joining a mastermind or forming a mastermind, Think about how you are going to make sure that you get the right people in the room. And that is one of the most powerful things that you can focus on with a mastermind. And so Stu was the host of this mastermind. It was an unpaid mastermind. So it was invite only, but unpaid. So we all just paid our own way to get there. But once we were there, Stu took care of everything. And one thing that's super cool that I'll talk about in a little bit is that there's a bigger goal behind this mastermind and something that we achieved that was like incredible. And so Stu has a really cool way of hosting this and having an initiative behind it. And so what the mastermind was, is there was about 25 to 30 of us in a room and we basically for two days straight. So basically from like 9 AM to 5 PM, we were in this room sharing ideas, teaching strategies, talking through issues, doing hot seats where someone would say, here's what I'm working on, or here's what I'm questioning, or here's what I need help with. And then we're collectively brainstorming and sharing ideas, resources, links, leads with one another. It's kind of that idea of a rising tide lifts all boats. And so how can we kind of raise up with one another? So one of the biggest themes that was spoken about behind closed doors was lead generation. So we were really talking about how are you getting people into your ecosystem so that you can get them results so that they have an awareness around what your offers are and so that you can serve them. And I love the topic of lead generation. One of the things that we really talked about and Bonnie Christine was someone in the room who I love, who I want to get on the podcast, but she always says like, if you want to double your profits, you need to double your list. And she's talking about your email list. And if you know me, you know, I am obsessed with email list building. My email list is the number one way that I drive profits in my business, which is the number one way that we drive results. And so we talked a lot about different lead generation strategies, meaning you're getting a new email list subscriber or a new lead onto your list. Now, if you do not have an email list yet, you need to go to growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com. Take my free training on this topic. You are going to understand why this is absolutely critical and something you have to do in this new year. And so, so much of the conversation was around lead generation. And it wasn't necessarily just about like, how do we get more leads? But it's, you know, going further of like, 
Once you get a lead, what happens? And how are we tailoring our communication to their desires? How are we connecting them to resources that will help them get better results? What is that whole ecosystem and process looking like in your business? How can you optimize it? How can you streamline it? How can you simplify it? So there was so much talk around lead generation. Now, one very interesting thing that was brought to the room as an idea was if there are a bunch of different people who have different offers, all growing their email lists, what would it look like if you could somehow share subscribers or refer to one another? What does that look like? So there were so many different people in the room who have different offers, but have very similar audiences. And so there was some interesting discussion around like, what would it look like if we made some sort of email list building pod where once we serve subscribers, we were then recommending other resources, resources that we were never going to create as creators. And so that was an interesting discussion, but there was this huge umbrella in the room of this discussion of how are we getting new leads? How are we nurturing these new leads? How are we getting these leads results? How are we building that awareness of what the next steps can be? And what does that look like? And how is that a focus as we move into this new year? And I just loved it because it really reinvigorated this like excitement around me of like, what does that experience look like? And how do we eliminate friction? How do we connect people faster to what they really want? And it really inspired me to go home and look at our current lead generation strategies and really look at how can we optimize and refine them. So a few different ways that we were talking about generating leads from different platforms without having to necessarily pay to play, meaning without having to invest a ton of money into paid ad strategies. We talked about using ManyChat for Instagram, which I'll talk about a little bit more in just a minute, using your podcast to include more call to actions that lead people to free resources that are valuable, requiring an email address for people to enter into your Facebook community. So if you're serving religiously a Facebook community, how can you collect that email address of a new person in that group? optimizing your pop-up strategy on your website, looking at things like search engine optimization so that your resources are the top recommended resources when somebody types something into the Google search bar, and then also leveraging Pinterest to drive traffic and then capturing that traffic once it's landed onto a site. So lead generation was huge. Email list building was probably one of the number one focuses within that room. And again, if you have not grown an email list, go to grow an save your seat for my free training. It is going to open your eyes to what should be your number one priority in this year. The second topic that we talked about, and we were joking that it wasn't sexy, but we made it sexy was payment saving strategies. So one thing that was really interesting is that throughout the mastermind, we had a few people that would like get up and do more of a formal presentation. And then we had a lot of more organic shares going on. So it had this beautiful flow of like small breakout groups and then speaking with your neighbor and then asking a question to the group and then bigger brainstorm sessions and then formal presentations. And so Stu did a really good job facilitating just this different flow. And so one of the things that we talked about was payment saving strategies. So if you are in a business that has recurring payments, so maybe you have a membership site or you have an online course that has payment options, there is a good chance that there will be a percentage of people where their payments don't go through. And one of the things that we loved and that we talked about, and Bonnie Christine led this little session here, was she was talking about how a lot of times people default on their payments and it's not intentional. And so if businesses 
are not having a system in place for recovering those failed payments, they are not only doing a disservice to their top line revenue, but they're also doing a disservice to the people who didn't intentionally opt out. Now, of course, there are going to be failed payments by people who are intentionally removing themselves and saying, I don't want this service or this product any longer. But the majority of failed payments are unintentional. So maybe your credit card gets hacked or the expiration date hits and you miss it. And so one of the things that I loved is that we talked about how you can actually serve through saving your payments. And what does that look like? And so one of the things that is really interesting is if you focus on this as a strategy to recover failed payments, but also look at it as a way to touch base with your clients, serve them, ask them questions, and then give them a really easy opportunity to follow through and change their payment plan that can be a huge way that you serve people. One thing that was really interesting that Bonnie was talking about is she has a membership site. And so it's just this recurring payment for people. And one thing that she was noticing is that if people were defaulting or failing on their payments, she could actually offer a pause to them saying, Hey, if now is not the right time, or you're in a financial position where you're not able to follow through on this, would you like to pause for 30, 60 or 90 days and then resume payment? It was a way that she wasn't necessarily losing that client forever, but giving them this opportunity to pause and meet them where they are at. And I loved this idea because I think a lot of times people approach payment saving as this all or nothing method, right? Like you either pay today or you lose access to everything. And so this was a really great way to serve her clients to get more insight onto where they're actually at and to keep them as a customer and allow them to have that grace period, which they might need. And one thing I love that she led with is just always assume the best. And I think that when it comes to payment saving, a lot of times creators can get frustrated of like, Hey, you paid for this. Like you opted in for this payment plan. You knew what you're signing up for. You need to follow through on this. And she just said, when you approach it and you always assume the best and you're gracious with it, it can be this beautiful connection point between you and a paying client. And so I love that we talked about this. We have been using payment saving strategies for years. We outsource them and it has been a beautiful way to collect and recover failed payments, but also to touch base with our clients. And so I love that this was just a focus and it was an interesting thing. And so if you are in a recurring business model or you have payment plans and you don't have a great payment recovery process, this could be an area where you could very easily increase your bottom line, serve your clients better and create a very simple process around it that allows you to, again, change your numbers in a positive direction. You might not know this about me, but one of my favorite roles that I play in life is being a host. That's why Drew and I are hosts on Airbnb. If you want to generate extra income and have space to share, you should definitely check out Airbnb. As a mom and full-time entrepreneur, it's been super easy to fit hosting into my schedule. Over the last few years, we've had many visitors and we've even been voted Superhost several times. Whether you've bought properties as an investment or have unused rooms waiting to be shared, hosting on Airbnb is the practical and profitable choice. And just think about it. If you've put a ton of time, effort, and work into your home, someone out there probably would love to experience it while they're traveling. So next time you're planning a trip or want to make some extra pocket change from your spaces, consider hosting on Airbnb. The hosting process is simple, practical, and tailored to you. Your home might be worth more than you think, Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Here's the life and work hack for you. Ever since I started getting dressed in the mornings before working from home, I have been more productive and efficient. I guess the saying dress for success is actually true, which is why I am obsessed with quince. Quince offers luxury fashion without the hefty price tag. With prices ranging from 50 to 80% less than similar brands, it's a no-brainer to choose Quince for timeless style at unbeatable prices. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the middleman, passing the savings on to us, the savvy shoppers. Personally, I've snagged the Italian leather bow ballet flats. They've truly become a wardrobe staple. And let's not forget about their stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, which adds this touch of sophistication to any outfit. Whether I'm working from home, dressing up for a date night, or a play date with friends, Quince always delivers in style, quality, and affordability. If you're ready to elevate your wardrobe without breaking the bank, join me in embracing the Quince revolution. Trust me, your closet and your wallet will thank you. Indulge in affordable luxury at quince.com slash gold digger for free shipping on your order and 365 day return. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash gold digger to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Another thing that we talked about was webinars. I love webinars. I've been doing webinars for probably seven years. Webinars are not dead. They are alive and well. This year we had some of our highest converting webinars of all time. And so one of the trainings that we did that was really awesome, a guy named Ryan Levesque did a training on webinar strategies. And he was talking about the difference between having a paid webinar and a free webinar. And one thing that was really interesting in his data and research is that most webinars are free, but then they likely lead to a paid offer. And that's the general structure. That's what it's been for a very long time in this industry. But he actually tried a different model where he did a paid webinar. So he was charging a lower price point and giving away this content. But what he notices is that when people paid, they paid attention, right? We've all heard that quote. And one thing that I think is so, so interesting about his model is that he was doing a low ticket paid webinar and he was donating a hundred percent of the proceeds of that paid webinar. And what was happening is not only was his charitable contributions increasing, but the show up rate was so much higher for people who were paying to join this training. And so I loved this because he was able to give back. People felt good about paying, you know, $29 for this training and knowing that all that money was going to a cause that was in alignment with the offer. And it was having people pay closer attention to what he was teaching and be more engaged with the training itself. And so I thought this was really cool. He was also talking about the difference between having a live training where you're live on camera or an automated one. And one thing that he noticed is that when they were using an automated or a recorded webinar and his team was on serving people live, it took his team's focus off of serving him, the creator, the leader of the webinar, and it shifted their focus to serving the attendees on the webinar training. And it actually increased the rate of people paying attention and the rate of people purchasing because the team's focus was not on Ryan making sure he had everything he needed to do the presentation. The team's focus was then on the attendees. And I thought that was super, super interesting. And then the last thing was, is that he talked about different ways that you can keep a webinar 
webinar super engaging. So switching how it is that you're teaching and presenting. So instead of just having all slides going from video to a slide, to a place where you're drawing and illustrating a point back to a video, to a slide and keeping it super engaging and moving along. And I just learned a lot from that. And so we talked a lot about different webinar strategies. And I thought that it was super fascinating as someone who creates webinars. I got some really cool ideas that I want to test out for the new year. Another topic that we talked about a ton was content creation. Now I'm in a room with some of the top content creators out there. And one of the things that I realized, and it was so interesting because I was just coming at it from such a different angle is that Content creation was a massive pain point for so many people in the room. And if you are someone who you're like, I am so sick of content creation. I hate creating content. I'm not inspired to create content. Creating content is something that is on my to-do list that haunts me. You're not alone in that. And so one of the things that we recognized in the room and that I have talked about on the show is that I really feel like so many content creators who have been at this game for like a decade we're tired, right? Like we're straight up tired of creating content. And one thing that has happened is that over the years, we've created these different systems and processes. We built out these different content teams, but one of the negative impacts of doing all that is that it's gotten us too far away from the actual content and the process of it. And when I think about how so many of these leaders have grown their platforms in the first place, it was back in the days where they were the ones creating and posting the content and they've almost gotten too removed from the content process. And so one of the things I ended up teaching on a lot is like how to get back to the heart of enjoying content and how to create content that is exciting and fun for you to create. And so one of the things was, is like, what systems can you maybe simplify or eliminate so that you can post stuff that is exciting and engaging to you? And so maybe you still have a team and a system that's helping you create content, but leaving space in that content calendar for you to be spontaneous, for you to share the things that you're doing or working on or loving, for you to create that random reel or that carousel of your personal photos that really connect you back to your audience. And so creating that space for spontaneity in your processes if you are someone that has a system and then also creating content that you are connecting to real results, which I'm going to talk about in a minute, but this is huge content creation totally shifted for me this year when instead of just focusing on what is performing well and getting likes and comments, I was actually able to really measure which content is moving the needle in a real way, like email subscribers, new webinar registrants, sales. It totally shifted the way I looked at content because now I'm excited to create content because I can literally watch it move the needle in my business. And so if you are someone who is only creating content for the sake of likes and comments, no wonder you're exhausted. Those don't pay the bills. And there are so many other things you could be doing in your business. And so when you can start to tie your content creation and the process around it to real results, and you can start to see those results, man, creating content just got a whole lot more fun. And so if you are someone who you're like, I have just been struggling with content creation, know that you are amongst the top creators out there. There is true fatigue setting in. And one of my predictions for this new year is that people are going to want to get back to more of their authenticity and their roots and the way that they grew their platforms in the first place. And so that is that one-to-one connection point where people know you are behind the content and you care about it. And I'm going to tell you how to make content creation so much more fun. So the next theme that we talked about, and this is something that I got so excited about. I got fired up about, I got asked about, I literally sent around a notebook for every single person to write their email address in so that I 
I could be in touch with them more about this strategy because everyone was so excited about this. This is not a new topic to the Gold Digger podcast. We talked about many chat automation or chat funnels so much. This was something that I led and it was more of an informal presentation, but it was something that literally became this massive theme for the weekend. This is a topic that was most talked about on the podcast in 2023 because it changed my business significantly. So this is the strategy where we're using chat funnels and chat funnels are, if you've noticed me on Instagram saying, DM me the word chat, and I will send you information about many chat and chat automations then you send a message and you start getting this automated response where you can opt in for more information. It's connecting you. You don't ever have to leave Instagram. There's dialogue happening in your DMs. It is an amazing strategy. For real, if you go onto Instagram right now, go onto my account, Jenna Kutcher, and send me a DM with the word chat, C-H-A-T, chat. You will see how this works in real time and you'll be connected to the resources that help you set this up for your own business. But this was probably one of the number one takeaways for most of the people in the room And why it was is because this is the most effective marketing strategy I've implemented in the last year. And I foresee it only getting bigger this year. This eliminates friction for so many users. So for a long time, the old way was, you know, posting an Instagram story and saying, go to the link in my bio, posting a new reel. And at the end of the caption saying, click to the link in my bio. And then someone has to click off of your post click to your profile, click to the link, do what you want on that link. And there are so many opportunities for you to lose that person in the process. And there's so much friction in that process that people are not likely to follow through. It's no wonder we were sick of content creation when the only way that we could actually drive results was in a really clunky manner that didn't actually convert. And so many chat automation has changed that for so many of us, myself included. It allowed me to drive over an additional $1 million in revenue and collect over 50,000 email addresses organically in the last year. And so if you are someone who understands the key to email list building, tip number one, and you want to get your Instagram followers off of Instagram and into a place where you own and can control like an email list, then this strategy is for you. And if you want to create simple ways to deliver links, invite people to freebies, grow your master classes, grow your audience, create a broadcast list on Instagram, then you have to implement this strategy. And so one of the things that was so exciting about this, and I just lit up about in the room was that this automation and this chat funnel process has made creating content so much more fun because Every post that I'm doing during a launch, I can literally see, oh my gosh, from this post, we got 600 webinar registrants. Oh my gosh, from this post, we got 500 new leads. Oh my gosh, this post got 5,000 comments. And it has just changed the way that content creation looks. And it makes it so much more fun to show up because you're literally seeing real results. Even if you did a post and you got 10 people to comment that word, that is 10 new contacts that you can drop into their DMs and connect with on a more intimate level. That is hugely valuable for you and your brand. So again, if you want to see how this works, go onto Instagram, find me at Jenna Kutcher, make sure you're following me, send me a DM that says chat, and you can understand how this works and take a training on how you can set this up for yourself. But this is a massive strategy that we were talking about in the room and just something that so many people, basically everyone in the room was like, I need to be doing this and I need to do it now.
The next thing that we talked about a lot was customer experience. And I just loved this because I was in a room with such heart-centered people where we were really talking about like, how do we love on our communities better? And how do we give them these great experiences? And how do we get them faster results? And what does it look like for them to stay in our ecosystem for a long time so that we can continue to grow with them and evolve with them and serve them well? And so I felt like this was really cool because we were really talking about like, how do we make this more seamless for them? And how do we really get to know where they're at so that we know what to create next? And what are the ways that we can help people get through our content or make sure that the right content is in front of them and serving them with exactly what they needed? And this conversation was just awesome because I think there are just so many different ways that you can optimize your processes to make sure that the customer is first. So anywhere that they're prone to get lost or confused, how do you just simplify that and show up and answer their questions before they can even ask them and anticipate their needs? And so I loved that this was really at the forefront because when we look at a lot of the strategies and talking about saving payments and automating things and creating content, this was a huge focus of like, just what is that customer experience? We've likely all heard that statistic that it costs five times more to acquire a new customer than it does to retain one. And so one of the things that I think is so powerful is that if you have multiple offers or multiple ways to serve your audience, how can you go deeper with those people who are already there instead of going wider and providing a great customer experience is exactly that. And so maybe that's an area in your business where you could really look at, you know, can I create better email templates? What is my email sequence? Can I create more abilities for people to get in touch with me to ask their questions? Can I streamline the process for them? Can I help, you know, them logging into this program, make that easier for them? Like, what does that look like? And how can you anticipate questions. And then also what is your process around paying attention to the questions being asked so that you are constantly creating new ways to serve your clients better? I loved that. Let me tell you, I love it when I find a way to blend style and comfort This is why I am obsessed with Jenny Kane. Jenny Kane is a California brand through and through, and their staples make getting dressed a breeze. We're talking minimalist, effortless, yet totally refined, which is exactly my vibe. I wear Jenny Kane's house slippers every single day. I even sent a pair to my best friend, and I've been on the hunt for the perfect shoe for travel. I just grabbed their suede kitten heels. They are timeless, easy to pack. And when I wear them, I get compliments. And it also helps that they are super comfortable. I've also got a quick shout out their sweaters. The oversized cotton fisherman and the cotton cocoon are perfection for everyday wear. And even as the weather warms up, they are absolutely staying in my rotation. Now, the best part about this brand is that you can mix and match the pieces effortlessly. Pair their sweaters with classic denim or a simple slip dress and you You've got a look that's put together without even trying. Jenny Kane believes in the art of simplicity. And on top of the amazing clothes, they even have home essentials. We're talking timeless furniture, cozy pillows and throws, and the most incredible candles. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use the code GOLDDIGGER15 at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I. K-A-Y-N-E dot com promo code gold digger 15. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. I'm pretty well versed in social media, but there was one major platform on the internet that I didn't know how to use to its max potential. And that was LinkedIn. 
Can you relate? With LinkedIn ads, you'll learn how to build the right relationships, drive results, and reach even more of your audience. Imagine having direct access to decision makers. We're talking about a billion members, 180 million senior level executives, and 10 million C-level executives. Now, trust me, that is a network you want to be a part of. LinkedIn provides targeting and measurement tools specifically designed for B2B. In fact, in the tech world, LinkedIn generated two to five times higher return on ad spend than other social media platforms. And here's the best part. You're not alone. LinkedIn respects the B2B world we operate in. In fact, 79% of B2B content marketers say that LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's right. LinkedIn ads helps build connection and results. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. One thing that I really enjoyed, and it wasn't surprising to me because the people in the room were just like super, super great people, is we had a lot of discussion around just alignment and what does that look like? And one thing I think is really interesting is, and I do think that this comes a little bit more naturally to women than men, no hate on men, but this idea of your intuition and where you are going and the evolution of your brand. And I feel like there is this really interesting thing happening where there's a ton of new people entering the business world. I love you. Welcome. I can't wait to see what you create. And then there's also kind of this generation of people that have been around for the last decade who are kind of experiencing this like desire for like a new evolution. They're maybe growing and changing in their own life or their beliefs or their own ways or their patterns. And so we had a lot of discussion around alignment. Like one of the women in the room, Danielle Laporte, who I love, she basically like burnt her business down this last year. Like she was just like, we are scrapping it. We are starting fresh. I want new things. I want new energy. There's this new mission, new values. And we talked about what that looks like. And we talked about like when you know you're not in alignment anymore and how do you shut things down, even if they're working for you, but you know that it's not exactly the direction you want to be in. And I think that it was really awesome to talk about like, what does the evolution look like? And I feel like the old way was like, you know, you just create this one signature offer and you just keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And I feel like the new way is really this like attunement, this intuitive business where you are constantly, you yourself are learning and growing and you're taking people on that journey with you. And therefore your offers and the way you serve is changing. And I really feel this right now in my own life and business, just this energetic shift and this feeling of like, there's something coming, there's something next. I don't know exactly what it is or what it's going to look like, but how do I stay in alignment and really ask myself, what is alignment right now? And what is my intuition telling me? And where do I want to explore? And what do I want to experiment with? And so there's a lot of discussions around what is alignment with your offers? What does it look like? How do you know when it's time to close something down, even if it's successful? How do you know when it's time to try something new? And what things are sacred and private as you experience them as a human being? And what do you share with your audience? And I just loved, I thought that was a really great discussion and something that was really refreshing. There are two final things we're going to cover. So one of them that I loved, and it's still continuing long after the mastermind, is just sharing numbers. Oh my gosh, how many of us feel so alone in this business world? We feel like we are the only people experiencing different things. It can be so isolating. Entrepreneurship can be so isolating. 
And so one of the nights I ended up booking my hotel very last minute because I was just really on the fence of like, do I want to be away from my kids? Should I go? Should I not go? I decided to go and I booked my hotel room last minute and I ended up having this like big suite of a room. And so my room kind of became this like gathering space. And so one of the nights we wrapped up, we were all going to go out to dinner and get dressed up. And I was like, I am way too tired. I want to just put on my robe and like order and take out. And so a group of women came to my room. There was like five of us in the room. And we had all different businesses, all different stages of entrepreneurship in life. And we just had the most rich conversation. And one of the things that we did that was so helpful, it's like we were super vulnerable with numbers. Like, what was your book deal? And how much do you pay this person on your team? And what is your conversion rate? What's your email list size? And how much are you charging for this? And what does this look like? And there is something so powerful when we lose the taboo around numbers and sharing them and when we paint possibility using them. And it's so fascinating to me because I feel like there's a huge chasm in the business world where like men can share numbers and they're celebrated. Women share numbers and they're criticized. There's definitely stigma around women talking about how much they earn, how much they make, how much they pay. And when you remove the stigma and you're in a safe situation where you can share things like that, it is so enlightening for other people in the room. And it also just helps level the playing field to know like, whoa, this person's getting paid double than what I am for a keynote. Maybe I need to raise my rates or, oh my gosh, I need to like push harder for my contracts for this. Or I didn't even know this was possible to launch and make this much money. And so one of the things that was really fun at one point, in the room, I like pulled up all of my charts and data and we just like walked through it. And I was like, here's our conversion rates. Here's the breakdown of what we get from ads and what we get from many chat and like all these different things. And like, we just like did a deep dive where it was like, here is full Intel of what's going on in my business. There is no curtains. Like we're not hiding behind anything. And what was beautiful is, is like we started a text thread and like, we're just like literally asking each other, like, Hey, what do you pay this person on your team? Or I'm thinking about doing this. What do you guys think about that? And when you create those vulnerable scenarios, you really expand everyone and it creates a safe space, like this little bubble of safety where you feel safe to share these things. And again, you collectively help one another grow. And so if you can find people that you trust that make you feel safe enough to share these things, sharing numbers and asking numbers can be one of the best ways you can grow your business and also just feel less alone on the journey. The final thing that we talked about, and I'm so excited to share about this is how can you give back what does that look like? What does your contribution to the causes you care about look like? How are you building this into your systems, your launches, your revenue? And we were in a room of just very generous people. And one thing that I often think about is like money magnifies you. And so if you are a good person, you're going to do good things in the world. I want you to make more money because the money is going to land in somebody's hands. And I want it to be in the hands of good people. And so we talked a lot about how are we leveraging the finances that we're earning to put towards causes we care about? And what was so interesting is that everyone has different causes that they care about and that they're donating to, and, and they're all so worthy and beautiful. And so one thing that was so beautiful about this mastermind experience is that Stu and his wife, Amy, have founded this nonprofit called Village Impact. And they shared a lot about what the work they do and how they build schools in Africa and just all these different things and why they care about it. And it was just very beautiful. And so Stu's format for this mastermind is you come free, you show up, 
you were generous. And then on the last night, he does this live broadcast where people can pay to attend this broadcast with all of us that were at the mastermind. And we share predictions, thoughts, strategies for the new year. All the money that he makes from people wanting to attend this live broadcast goes straight into his charity. And then we as participants all decided to contribute. So I donated $15,000 to his nonprofit. We ended up raising over $300,000 or $400,000 in a few hours time. And it was so beautiful. And we just knew this is where the money is going. And this is a cause that Stu is passionate about. And Stu was so gracious in gathering us and feeding us and creating this space. And so it was really amazing because it was like just this cherry on top at the end of a beautiful event. And so we were really talking about like, how do you integrate different ways into your business, whether you're doing paid webinars and hundred percent of the proceeds goes to a charity or another strategy that he talked about was doing a launch and having a certain percent set aside for a cause and then having your team present causes that they believe in. And then everyone votes and the money goes towards the cause that wins. And so you can donate to many different causes and just different ways that you're incorporating that. One thing that we've done in the past is I let my team members, I said, I'm going to donate $5,000 in each of your honor. You get to choose where that money goes. And then they would tell me which charity or nonprofit they wanted to support and why. And you can tell a lot about somebody based on where they want that money to go, right? You can learn so much about the causes people care about. And I just loved that. There was just this huge component and this focus on giving back. And so one thing that I've learned over the years is that like, if you're struggling to give back and you're making $10,000 and you can't give a thousand of it, then there's no way that when you're making a hundred thousand dollars, you're going to give 10,000 of it away. And so when you start to incorporate this giving back principle into your business, no matter what size it is, it creates this value system and this structure that allows you as your business grows and it will, cause I believe that for you, your giving grows. And I think that that is how we change the world. I really do. I think entrepreneurs can change a world. And I think that giving back and, you know, helping other people changes how we really change the world. It's like this massive ripple effect. And so that was a beautiful focus and a really great cause that we got to raise money for at the end of it in a really cool format. So if you're looking for an awesome format for some sort of mastermind, maybe you gather people, you cover your expenses, and then you raise money for something or you do some sort of format like that. I loved it. In closing, that is what we talked about behind closed doors. I hope you feel like you just got to attend one of the best masterminds and really just kind of start to think through some of those bigger topics that us business leaders are talking about together. And I hope that you are inspired to implement. There is this line in my book that says, belief pairs well with a glass of behavior. And I wrote that in my book, How Are You Really? Because it's right around when we start to talk about how the questions we've been asking need to turn into actual action. They can't just say answers. We have so much information out there, but what we're lacking is implementation. And I say this in my book, I say, set aside the patterns of the life you have and focus on the patterns of the life you want by living as if you've already established these habits, these small rhythms and daily choices. You're moving that far off goal into a real life action today. You're pulling the dream close to you instead of pushing yourself closer to the dream. Can you see how different that feels? You just had a front row seat at the table of business leaders and got to hear about exactly what we're talking about. And so now my question for you is, what are you going to do with this information? How are you going to turn it into implementation? 
there are probably these big goals that you have, these versions of you that you are excited to become. You're maybe excited about that next level or dreaming of what it would be like to be in a room like that. Maybe you're imagining yourself five years from now, 10 years from now, living in this space where you can contribute and you can be in this energy of people who genuinely want to see one another succeed. So what if you started to pull out a behavior like that today? What if you befriended someone in your industry? What if you created a little Zoom call for other creators in your network? What if you set up your own mastermind or joined a different one? What would that look like for you? I hope that today you leave with something that you are inspired to implement in your own life and in your own business. I can give you all of the strategies in the world, but the real action happens when you actually implement it into your life and your business. And so I can't wait to hear what your biggest takeaway was today. Definitely let me know, comment over on Instagram. And as a reminder, go comment the word chat so you can find out about the number one strategy we were talking about in that room. Now, I want you to know how much I value you being in this space with me, wherever you you are, if you're out on a run, if you're taking care of your kids, if you're sitting in the pickup line, if you're listening while you should be working, thank you for giving me this space to speak into your life and for you to be pulled up to my table. I do not take it lightly. Of course, until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And thank you so much for listening to another episode of the gold digger podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the gold digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Let's face it, life and business can be stressful, and it's not just your mind that suffers when you're feeling tense or anxious. Stress can also affect your digestion and your immune system too. So what do we do about it? Introducing Just Calm, the breakthrough new stress-soothing formula from Just Thrive. Say hello to a steady, serene, more relaxed you. Just Calm's proprietary mood-lifting blend is clinically proven to help you relax and breathe a little easier in as little as four weeks. And for next level mood TLC, there's Just Thrive Probiotic. This is the probiotic my whole family swears by. This spore probiotic banishes bloat and constipation so your gut can produce more serotonin, which is your happy hormone. Plus, it supports better sleep so you can wake up feeling refreshed and revitalized. With Just Calm and Just Thrive Probiotic, you'll have the ultimate stress-fighting duo to help you win the day every day. To learn more about Just Thrive, tune into episode 734 with their founder, Tina Anderson. I loved chatting with her about the gut-brain connection. And if you're ready to take control and live your healthiest life yet, you can get 20% off your first 90-day bottle of Just Calm and Just Thrive Probiotic today. Visit JustThriveHealth.com and use a promo code GOLDDIGGER. Take control today with Just Thrive. That's JustThriveHealth.com, promo code GOLDDIGGER.